Hey guys, I'm Lauren. And I'm Teresa. And this is Teen Mom Time. Welcome back to our podcast. We're here to give you more details on OK and Radar stories that you can't get enough of. We'll be bringing you top stories, clearing up rumors, giving you special teases, and having guests to give us more gossip. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing Macy pregnancy rumors, Janelle and Nathan's nasty custody war. Plus, we have a very, very special guest, team mom photographer, Christian George. Now, Teresa was telling me about a dream that she had that we have to talk about before we get into all the dramatic news. Teresa, tell us about it, please. So I'm actually really sad (laughs) about this dream. So I had a dream that I was cheating on my boyfriend with Cole DeBoer. Dave. (laughs) And him and I were in South Dakota, and we went to the grocery (laughs) store, and we bought all the ingredients for the chili that Chelsea had made. Do you remember? What, she has chili with cinnamon buns. Yeah. And she said it's delicious. I have yet to try it and I really want to because yeah. a lot of people tweeted her back saying it is a thing. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, no. So we bought the ingredients for it and we were like the cutest couple. I was oh. adorable like <laughs> Chelsea. And I ghosted my boyfriend and I was like, I'm sorry, but like I, I need to be with Cole DeBoer. And I also had a dream that he bought Coke Coca-Cola, sorry. <laughs> that he bought Thank Coca- you for clarifying. <laughs> that he bought Coca-Cola. And we went home and we drank Coca-Cola. And I think that's because Ryan Edwards' dad, Larry, works for Coca-Cola. So it all kind of came full circle. Yes. And I think you were dreaming about Cole because I sent Teresa the pictures yesterday. They were coming back. They were throwbacks of when Chelsea first gave birth to Watson and Cole was shirtless in the photos. And I was like, Teresa, you need to see these. That's definitely what it was. And it was I rem- all coming together. And I remember I saw those photos and I was like, Lauren, I this is ridiculous. Like, why yeah. is he shirtless? Why is Chelsea shirtless? And why are they holding their baby? Yes. It's so creepy. But you know what? After that dream, I'm into it. Yeah, and she did, just to clarify, she did tell her boyfriend about the dream, and he's totally fine with it. I was so mad this morning. I woke up, and I was like, ugh, it it wasn't real. I mean, it's still fun to dream about Cole, so I'm sure many, many ladies out there do. So anyway, let's get into truth or tale. A lot of drama with Ryan Edwards within the last few days. Now, we reported that he was still in jail at the time. However, now he is a free man. Is that right, Teresa? That is true. Oh, my God. So as we remember, Ryan was arrested on July 23rd for breaking probation. He missed a court date. That was from his March simple possession of heroin bust. So he actually had a court date for August 6th. He had no bond, so he was supposed to be in jail until then. But a clerk from Hamilton County Jail actually told us that his court hearing got moved up and that he was sentenced. Ooh, give me more details. So for his first charge of petition to revoke, which means breaking probation, it was dismissed. For his second charge of petition to revoke, he received 11 months and 29 days in jail. Ooh. Fortunately for Ryan, it was suspended. And Mm. he now has six months probation and five public work days. If he doesn't complete his probation and if he gets arrested again he could definitely end up in jail but it looks like once again ryan edwards got away with a slap of the wrist a lot of fans now i looked on twitter and facebook a lot of fans are disappointed they think that ryan needed jail time which i kind of agree with this is something that you and i had talked about i think on last week's podcast we see how successful being in jail was for amber poorwood she went to rehab multiple times 
And she said it didn't work. And Jill was the only thing that helped her. And look at her today. She is sober. She's doing has, amazing. She has a new baby. She's doing so good. And she was around Matt Byer, who, you know, on the show reportedly was using drugs around her. Yeah, and so, he, he also reportedly relapsed. Right. So. so good for her. Maybe that's what Ryan needed. And now it looks like, once again, he's just getting away with getting arrested. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, oh, because Ryan has done so well on probation in the past. Ryan needs to... Be in jail, in my opinion, just to really restart. He has a nine-year-old son who definitely understands what is going on. He has another baby on the way. He has a wife. Now his team mom OG paychecks are no longer coming in. So he really needs to think about his next step. And just to clarify, he wasn't doing well on probation. As yeah. Radar reported, he actually failed a court-ordered drug test. He tested positive for opiates. And that led to his arrest. So probation clearly isn't working. Yeah. So I think jail time is something that would have been beneficial. And it's sad to see that, you know, once again, he's just getting probation. Yeah. And, you know, he does have great people around him. He has great parents. He has his wife, his kids. And Macy has also supported him throughout the years. Clearly, that support system is not working. Yeah. You know, those around him are not helping and encouraging him enough to say, hey, you know, you really need to turn over a new leaf. That's why I think jail time would have been beneficial for him. But unfortunately, maybe he has a connection or something, but another slap on the wrist. I don't know. I just, you know, I hope he didn't relapse. We don't know if he relapsed. It could have easily had just been he missed his court day. You know, Macy and Taylor had filed the restraining orders against him at that time. It may have been a busy time for him. So, you know, hopefully he didn't relapse. And hopefully, you know, this most recent arrest, he was in jail for a week. Yeah. Which is a lot more than his last arrest. I think he was only in jail for a few hours to a day. Um, So maybe he learned his lesson that way. I don't know. I mean, I also am interested in knowing how he did in jail because Ryan has been babied his entire life. We saw Unseen Mom and Mackenzie literally folded, ironed his clothes for him. Yeah. So he is definitely not someone who could stand on his own two feet. So I'm interested in knowing more details about, you know, what happened. Did he cry the whole time? Was he able to hold his own? You know, it's just, it's interesting because we know Ryan. Taylor always does it all the time. Jen, who is Ryan's mom, babies Bentley because she has babied Ryan his right. entire life. Taylor says it all the time. He's 30 years old. You know, we kind of forget that. We always just look at them as these 16-year-old kids that had yeah. a baby. Ryan Edwards is 30. He has a full head of gray hair. He is a grown man. A lot of gray hair. Oh, he has a <laughs> lot of gray hair. So, so yeah, I'm interested in knowing how he did in jail. But unfortunately, we probably won't know since he's not on Team Mom anymore. And it's sad. I'm actually really disappointed that they're not going to be on the show anymore. I really enjoyed watching Ryan and Mackenzie. And not only because, you know, MTV kind of always tried to push this relapse storyline with him. Yeah. Um, even if he didn't. So I'm a little disappointed we're not going to see them. I mean, I think it was they were just a fun addition to the show. Yeah, especially because we like to see them co-parent. Yeah. Those times where they were getting along with Macy when they went over for dinner. Macy went to their wedding. It was nice to see this connection and this relationship for Bentley. 
Bentley was really, really happy that night that they all had dinner. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I liked seeing that. I also liked seeing Macy's relationship with Jen. Obviously, it's probably not best right now. I think we will still see that because I'm pretty sure that Jen and Larry have to do the drop-offs because of the restraining order. So hopefully we still see them. Yeah, they had such a great relationship and they looked at Macy as one of their own kids. So mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll be able to see that happy dynamic still. You know, there's definitely going to be tension, but I'm going to miss the good old days. And say what you want about Mackenzie Edwards. I know she's not a fan favorite, but she knows how to work the camera and she knows how to bring the drama. And I'm going to miss that. Yeah, definitely. You know, next season will be interesting. Yeah. Getting into the top three stories of the week, starting off with Janelle and Nathan. Another custody war for the team mom two exes. So Nathan filed a motion to change his custody arrangement with Janelle. A lot has happened with her within the last few weeks. The gun footage showed from the road rage incident. Then we had that 4th of July scandal where David was allegedly abusing Kaiser. A lot has happened for her. So according to a clerk from Columbus County in North Carolina, he's requesting full legal and physical custody of Kaiser, and he actually wants Janelle to get secondary custody in the form of visitation. He also wants David Eason nowhere near Kaiser. He actually said in the court papers that David is violent and a danger to Kaiser. He also said that, you know, Janelle has been frequently in criminal trouble. She's been arrested over 20 times, which we know is true. Which we could definitely confirm. We've seen the awful (laughs) mugshots. And um, she's been to rehab two or three times. And she, according to him, never completed any prescribed treatment. He also said, and this is actually a huge bombshell claim, that Kaiser tested positive for THC at his birth. As we know, Ensley also has been accused of (laughs) testing positive. That was a claim that Doris Davidson, Nathan's mom, had made when she filed for full custody of Kaiser. And I believe Janelle actually confirms that she did smoke marijuana while pregnant with Ensley. Yeah. So while that's a bombshell, I guess that doesn't come as too much of a shock. And yeah, so basically that's what's going on right now. She has yet to respond to the order. And I think Nathan has a really good chance of getting this. I agree. I think, my opinion, I think today the best place for Kaiser is with Nathan. Nathan has grown up so much over the years. Yes, he has made a lot of dumb mistakes. I think it's also has to do with the people he was surrounding himself with. And him and Janelle were just always back and forth, back and forth. And I think that just you know, just messed with his head and, you know, his career, all of that. So he is in the best place. I was watching Ashley's Instagram story over the weekend, I think it was, and they were at a wedding and they just looked like they live a normal life. And I think Ashley is a huge influence on him. Yes. And it's one of the reasons I think he really turned things around. You know, he's focused on his bodybuilding career and he's focused on having a stable, healthy environment with her. And I agree. I mean, we saw Corey Sims take custody away from Leah Messer. He had the twins for a few months, full yeah. custody. Um, and look how well that turned out. That was a wake-up call for Leah. Yeah. And that look at Leah now. She is the best possible mom that she could be. The best. So I genuinely think that this is a wake-up call for Janelle and that Nathan should at least temporarily get full custody of Kaiser. Yeah, agreed. It just doesn't look like best place for Kaiser to be at the moment. 
I think Janelle and David really need to get their act together. And because he's four years old, you know, this is a really important time in his life. He's absorbing all this information. And from what he's saying to Nathan when he goes to his house saying, you know, it was David, this is an allegation. It was David that hit me. So I think it's best for Nathan to have him right now. And I really, really hope a judge sees this. I also think that it's a no-brainer for a judge because you have the show. I know they don't like to use the show as proof because it could be manipulated. Yeah. But Editing all that. Yeah. But, you know, if they do, I mean, you have the gun incident. That's something that couldn't have been edited. Yeah. Um, They have the show. They have the fact that CPS has been called over 20 times. They have, you know, photo evidence of the bruising on Kaiser, which was the reason that Nathan didn't want to give him back in June and July. Plus Doris Davidson's filing and the fact that Barbara Evans has custody of Jace, I don't see at all how a judge would allow Janelle to continue having full custody with all of that proof. Yeah, exactly. And also, Nathan has an older daughter. She hasn't been on the show, you know, so a lot of people don't really know about her. Nathan has the best co-parenting relationship with her mom and also and her stepdad. saying something. Yeah, notice how he has an amazing relationship with her and a horrific one with Janelle. Obviously, it's not Nathan. You know, they need to look at that. He was celebrating. I think it was Easter. They were uploading videos. They were all hanging out. Ashley was there getting along. So that just shows so much. Also, with Nathan, he's tried to make amends with Janelle. We've seen him on the show. And what does Janelle and David do? All they say is, oh, Nathan wants Janelle back. Yeah. No, he does not want Janelle back. He no. just wants to go parent for their son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He He's thinking about the future, you know, and I think hopefully, fingers crossed, Nathan gets custody of Kaiser at the moment because I think it's what's best. So let's go into a happy story because yes. we've had a... A lot of drama. Yeah, we had like a very heated moment. Yeah, we did. Let's talk about something a little happier. Babies. Babies. (laughs) Everyone loves a baby. The second top story of the week is Macy Bookout Pregnant. She filmed Kale and Larry's Coffee Combos podcast. And there was a photo of her with Kale, Lindsay, Lindsay from 16 and Pregnant. And she looked bumpy. She had a plaid button-down shirt. And you saw a little bump. And... I think it's a baby bump, and I think she's pregnant. And the reason is because Macy is so skinny Yeah, that there's no way that she has, even after having three kids, that she has a little bump because she is so skinny. Yeah, we've seen her. Now, didn't they go to Puerto Rico after Maverick was born? Yes. We saw her in a bikini. Yes. She looks amazing. After all the beer she drinks and <laughs> all the food, she is one lucky mom. She yeah. has an incredible body. Yeah. And I was actually reading some comments, and one person like really analyzed it perfectly. They were saying that she had an undershirt, which was black, and you could see it perfectly. So someone said if the shirt was hanging down, just like a loose-fitted top, we would not have been able to see the black undershirt. But since it was wow. so perfectly, yeah, because I have shirts like that too, that tie yeah, 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 and yeah. the buttons kind of like when you have a bump, like it's just like yeah. bursting, not that I have a baby bump. But if I did, it, the shirt would, yeah. you know, bust at the bump. So a commenter said that and I was looking at it. I was like, wow, that is a very good eye. So I think she is. She has not confirmed anything, but I hope she is because I love Macy and Taylor's children. 
I hope she is too. However, you know, they were really into adoption on the show. Yes. They actually looked into the process. They wanted to adopt an older child. And, you know, I was kind of looking forward to them adopting. I feel like Me that's too. something that hasn't been done ever on the show. I know that, you know, Kate and Tyler yeah. gave up Carly for adoption, but we never saw someone actually adopt a child. Yeah. And I was looking forward to seeing that and seeing how, you know, the child would acclimate with the family. So, you know, I was kind of hoping that was the baby bombshell we were going to get, but she makes adorable children. So she does. I'm excited that she's pregnant. Yeah. Hopefully she's pregnant. Hope, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Hopefully she's see, I, I want it to happen so bad yeah. that I'm... We're just speaking to the universe. We're like, Macy is pregnant. Not that she confirmed, but we're trying, people. We're trying. We know everyone else wants another little McKinney. Getting into the third biggest story of the week, Farrah Abraham. Of course, we got to talk about her. Even though she's not on Team Mom OG anymore, she's always still in the news. Her friend, Phoebe Price, who is an actress, made a lot of shocking accusations her about her. friend Oh, yeah. It's very good call. Her ex-best friend. She made a lot of shocking accusations about her from a video back in June when Farrah was arrested. So I actually spoke to Phoebe, and she accused Farrah of having a drinking problem having a drug problem, ends up being a high-class hooker. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. So we actually reached out to Farah about the claims because, you know, we always like to get, there's always two sides to every story. There always is. And we wanted to see what Farah had to say. So I will just pull up her text. So Farah said, I don't speak with her anymore. She is jealous of my success. <laughs> I am... <laughs> I am too busy running companies, working on my next shows, films, and spending time with my child. She also called her a horrible person because she made up drug lies and it proves that she is evil. She also says that none of the drinking problems are true, nothing is true, and that she's too busy boxing, getting ready for her boxing match. Yes, we're very excited about that. That's going to happen in November. A lot of people say they wanted to fight Farah. Yeah, so Kale actually said that she wanted to fight Farah. So did Lindsay on 16 and Pregnant. Yeah. Um, and Farah actually told me that she does not want to fight either of them because they are bullies and this is an anti-bullying match and she is fighting someone with integrity. Wow, very wise words from Farah. <laughs> We're very excited. Hopefully we'll be able to be there. So Lauren and I actually want to take a Team Mom Time road trip yes. to Atlantic City Team in November. Mom time on the road. Our producer, Sam, are you in? Yes. Yes, Sam is in. <laughs> we're live from the boxing match. Yes, we'll be like little sports broadcasters for <laughs> Team Mom Time. Yes, that's amazing. Hopefully we'll be able to do that. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people seem to be out to get Farah, but those accusations were pretty shocking. But it's just another day for her. A lot of people are quote unquote out to get her, according to Farah. So, Lauren, we have a very special guest on this week's Teen Mom Tell All. We have Christian George. If you don't know who she is, she took over Mackenzie Edwards' Instagram account. And she's also taken her engagement photos. She's going to do her maternity photos. We're really excited to talk to her because Ryan was just released from jail. So everyone wants to see how him and Mackenzie are doing. So why don't we check in with Christian and see what she has to say. Hey, Christian, how are you? It's Teresa and Lauren. Hi. Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing We're well. We're great. Thank you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you're involved with the Teen Mom community? Um, well, I met Mackenzie 
when I was about 17 years old, um, we were both lifeguards at Harrison Bay, like the little city that we're from. And um, anyway, we reconnected whenever she asked me to shoot her wedding. So I guess maybe we started talking again like last, I don't even remember, I don't remember the day that she like, contacted me, but since then we've kind of kept in contact. That's so cool. So you're a photographer. A lot of followers have seen your work. Could you tell us a little bit about your photos? Sure. Um, So I started photography about four years ago when I was in undergrad. And after I graduated, my business was just moving so fast that it made sense to keep doing photography as opposed to like pursuing a graduate degree. So that's what I decided to do. And it's been a huge blessing because it's just become you know it's obviously it's an awesome fun thing to do so I mean it's really a miracle that I get to do it for a living yeah it looks like a lot of fun now do you meet with the people before you have the sessions because every single photo is so unique the location the color vibe yeah um so typically I mean it would be almost impossible for me to actually meet every client before their session because I mean I probably shoot like three or four sessions a week so the editing itself takes just so much time that's just like a full-time job by itself so usually I'll just ask my client like what general vibes they're going for like urban or rural and then we'll kind of like narrow down um the location from there and that's usually through like emails or phone calls or texting so it's pretty personal but it's just not like we don't meet face-to-face typically until their session but a lot of my clients are return clients, so we know each other, you know, after the first time, you know, they keep coming back, so we've kind of built a friendship by that point anyway. Now, do you travel a lot, or are you just based in Tennessee? I'm just thinking about my future wedding, because, the photo- <laughs> you know, the photos are gorgeous, so I'm trying to plan ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I would say most of my work is in, probably like 70% of my work is in Chattanooga, but about 30% of my inquiries are from all over. And I've previously lived in um, Miami and Eugene, Oregon. And so I have some inquiries from there from just the portfolio work that I did while I was there. So, um, yeah, I definitely don't mind traveling. I love, love traveling, love different, like new locations. It just kind of challenges me and it's a lot of fun. That's so exciting. So if our listeners want to check out your work, how could they do that? Yeah, so I have an Instagram, Kristen C. George, and a website and Facebook page. It's all under Kristen C. George, so kristencgeorge.com. And on Facebook, it's Kristen C. George Photography. Now, speaking of Instagram, you took over Mackenzie's account a couple months back. Yes. How did that happen? Okay, so um, basically, Mackenzie, I mean, we talk every other day pretty much and um she had been getting a lot of like online I'm gonna call them I'm gonna just call it for what I how I see it which is just really just bullying yeah if you read her comments under her pictures I mean it's pretty vile I mean obviously some people are like you know we just want to see you guys doing awesome you know we want to see you guys moving forward and not backwards and like those kind of comments, yeah, I don't really consider that bullying because, you know, people are just, they feel invested in their lives and I get that. But a lot of it was just downright bullying. And I think that just going through her messages with her on Instagram, I mean, it's just cruel. And I can see how that would just be overwhelming. Like every time she'd make a post, it was some just a ton of backlash negatives. And I think 
she was just kind of tired of dealing with it. So she deleted her Instagram from my understanding. And one of my friends was like, you know, you should have really asked Mackenzie before she deleted her account if you could have it, you know, just to grow your following since she's not on Instagram anymore. And I was like, yeah, it's too bad. I literally did not even think of that. And, that, you know, it's a weird thing to ask. So I ended up, we went to dinner one night and I told her what my friend said. I was like, I wish I would have asked you before you deleted it. And she was like, no, I didn't delete it. I deactivated it, but I don't want it. I don't even know how to fully delete it or I would have, but you can just have it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really nice. And I thought that that would be, you know, it's obviously awesome for me when you have an audience of 220,000 as opposed to four or 5,000. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. She just gave it to me. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't even really a conversation. She was just like, yeah, you can just have it. So a lot of the hate and negative comments crossed over to your account and you actually said something about it. How did you handle all of the negativity? Um, that was really interesting to me because <laughs> I was just like, you know, you guys don't even like know me. You don't even really know what I look like, you know. And it was just interesting to, like, read, oh, you know, in my message in the inbox, like, you're so ugly, just like Mackenzie, you guys are both trash. Oh, my God, You know, I got accused awful. of being a drug addict in oh my, my like, in messages. And I was like, wow, like, uh, whatever, you know, I'm just a, I just call it, you know, it's just ignorance. And, like, I think that people like, you know, <laughs> to be mean. It makes them feel better. So I just kind of um, take it with a grain of salt, but I did notice myself, like, initially wanting to be more like explore like explain myself a little bit and then by the time like you know it was coming to a close where I wasn't going to have it anymore I just kind of felt like you know I really don't really care what these people think and I don't really want to explain myself to anyone these people don't know me and so it was an interesting experience really I just it wasn't like a positive you know feeling to have like negative like criticism from people that you don't even know but I also just was like, well, these people have no idea who I am, so it really doesn't matter. That's awful. Now, you, Mackenzie wanted her account back. You know, did she, why did she yeah. want to come back on social media? Because unfortunately for her, I feel like the backlash and all the hurtful things, that will never end. So why did she decide to come back on right. social media? Yeah, so I had kept my previous account and I was using it more than hers anyway. And we kind of talked about that just because of even what you were just asked me that the negative feedback and it really wasn't my audience. Like I didn't really care what I was putting out there. So I wasn't using it anyway. And when MTV decided to stop filming um, with her and Ryan, this, you know, court, however they separate their seasons and stuff, that was going to be like a revenue stream that was going to stop for them. And so fortunately, because she had so many, you know, thousands of followers that if she did, you know, run any kind of ad or post anything, then that is a financial like that's an in source of income. Definitely. And so it made sense for her to take it back. And I would have done the exact same thing 100%. And so I wasn't upset about it. I was just like, you know, like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's yours anyway. So that's why pretty much. So you've shot Mackenzie in the past and you're actually going to be shooting their maternity shoots. How is it photographing Mackenzie and Ryan? Honestly, I was, I've never been invested in Teen Mom. Like, I've never watched the show. So I didn't have like a preconceived notion of them before, you know, I went into it. Um, Macy and I went to the same middle school. And so, like, you know, the only thing I've ever thought it was like, oh, yeah, you know, like I knew her from middle school, but I just never cared, never got invested. So I didn't like know Ryan's story or anything. 
Um, so anyway, when I went to shoot their engagement session, I was just was very like, you know, went into it with, you know, an open mindset, wasn't stoked about being followed around by a ton of camera, uh, cameras and, you know, MTV camera crew, but it was, it was stressful because they can't even, they couldn't even participate in the photo shoot like I needed them to because there was a camera right next to, like, behind their heads, like, right behind me. Like, I could barely back up, move left or right. So it wasn't because of them that the pictures weren't, you know, as good as I wanted them to be. It was because there was literally 10 camera people surrounding us, talking to us, like, kind of not dictating the, the photo shoot, but really, you know, playing a huge role in, you know, the way that it went, I guess. Like, it, it wasn't between me and them like a normal session is like usually we listen to music and you know <clears throat> kind of walk around and talk where here it was very like okay we've got to get this like scene we've got to do it right here you know um can you do it right this way instead so we can you know basically sit all our camera people you know whatever we can't listen to music because it's a copyright infringement it was just very stressful and so their engagement and wedding were both you know similar to that it was a production more than it was you know, that's telling their story. They wanted, MTV had an agenda and I had an agenda and there was more of them than there was me. So I'm excited for their maternity session because they're pretty funny. Like I laugh a lot when I'm with them together. (laughs) Like Ryan's just kind of goofy and his personality is all, I mean, 100% different off of whenever those camera crews aren't there. So, um, I'm excited about that because I can actually communicate with them and laugh with them and have them move around the way I need them to. Um, so I think that their maternity session will be a lot different than their engagement and wedding. That's so interesting because you had said before that you don't watch the show, but Ryan's personality on the show, he's very quiet and he doesn't have much to say. Yeah. So it's really nice to hear that he's actually like a funny and goofy guy outside of filming. Yeah, and, like, once I did start doing the, like, once I shot their engagement session, like, I wanted to see me on there. I was like, well, this is kind of cool, you know. (laughs) I don't want to look like a potato on, like, MTV, but so I went and watched it. And so I could see, uh, I watched their wedding and their engagement um, on TV, and I just was like, wow, this, like, seems like such a more, like, you know, like you said, kind of shy, quiet person than the person that, you know, I go to dinner with, with Mackenzie. Like, he. I mean, he's funny. He feels, I think he just feels, like, more censored on MTV or, you know, has to, like, censor himself as opposed to whenever he's not, when we can just, like, all cut up. Now, you mentioned the maternity shoot. Are you able to give us, like, a little sneak yeah. peek of your idea? Like, what do you plan on doing with them? Sure. Um, well, we've kind of, like, tossed around ideas. And, I mean, obviously, they've had a lot going on. And so I think that you know, once we like kind of sit down and like, um, we have like, we have some general ideas. There's no, like, there's nothing like set in stone. We'll just like text back and forth and be like, okay, this would be an awesome location. Like here's a dress, but I think it's going to be more like rustic rural vibe. But as far as like specifics, those aren't like completely nailed down. So before you had mentioned, um, the engagement shoot, we saw for their mm-hmm. wedding, MTV kind of picked the more dramatic parts of the wedding as opposed to the romantic and sweet moments. Mm-hmm. When they were <laughs> filming the shoots, did you feel like they tried to like manipulate a storyline or kind of, mm-hmm. you know, add some drama to it? Um, yes. I'm just going to put, I'll put it this way. 
I was just, yeah, I would say yes. I mean, they ask them questions that are like designed to, you know, they're designed to create like a dramatic response or basically designed to like, in my opinion, if they asked me the questions that they were asking them on their wedding day, I would have been furious. Right. Like asking about prior relationships, like how is Ouch. this wedding different than <laughs> your first wedding? And I'm like, who asked that? I mean, obviously that's going to upset a bride, you know, to be. So like watching her reaction to that, like she handled it one million times better than I would have. Right. And like seeing her kind of look frustrated in the scenes that they were showing, I'm like, she was really frustrated because you just asked her how her first marriage was as opposed to her marriage with Ryan. I mean, just like, I can't. I could not even under you know, I couldn't understand that. And it, it was just, I mean, it was interesting. And like the vibe is just different because yeah. you can't listen to music. They can't really relax. There's light stands everywhere. I mean, it's just a tense environment and it's supposed to be like a relaxed, you know, best day ever. You're supposed to be able to drink. I've shot a hundred and probably 50 weddings and they were about 10% as toasted as I've seen you know, all of my brides and grooms and bridesmaids, they drink mimosas from 8 a.m., you know. If McKenzie <laughs> would have been drinking mimosas from 8 a.m., then that would have been like, oh, you know, yeah, horrible, you know, bad McKenzie. But I'm like, they didn't even consume a fraction of, of as much alcohol as, you know, my normal bride and groom do or normal bridal party, wedding party does. So I thought it was interesting that they played it off like they were just getting smashed when I'm like, well, you know, Really, no, not comparatively to like most of the weddings I shoot. That was like, and my second shooter even made a comment about it. She was like, Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how they played it off because all the weddings we shoot together, it's like our couples drink way more than this. So I thought that that was the most surprising thing. Like having been there and seeing it played out, I'm like, Wow, they really, <laughs> they really made it look different than it was in actuality. So anyway. Yeah. So Mackenzie and Ryan are no longer filming for Team Amoji. Are they upset right. with that? Because I feel like Ryan needed a redemption season. I oh, feel like yeah, they definitely. Need, I, you know, I, sure. I don't think it's fair. I feel like, you know, we saw him go downhill a little bit on camera. So I feel like he deserved to show fans like, hey, I'm coming back. I'm going to change. I'm going to turn over a new leaf. Are they upset with the fact that they'll never be able to show fans on camera that? Right. I mean, I don't personally think just from what I've seen, 100% my perspective, that MTV had any intention of showing them be like a a comeback story. It was never yeah. going to be that for them. And right. I think that they know that. So they they were the villains of, you know, in the teen mom. And like, I get, I think that they know that that wasn't going to change. Mm-hmm. So I see Mackenzie and like, she seems like, you know, obviously that's like, oh, you know, that sucks because for me that would, you know, I'd want to keep that stream of revenue because that would be awesome, you know. But yeah. at the same time, she's like, God, it feels so relieving knowing that, you know, <laughs> we don't have to go through that anymore. So I think it's like a, you know, a toss up. Like they want to be able to tell their story and they don't want it just to come through Macy, which makes sense. And they, but they don't feel like they were ever going to be able to at the same time so it's kind of a catch-22 like they want to tell their story but they weren't able to anyway and it probably wasn't going to change yeah right and you know obviously we got sad news last week that ryan was arrested he was recently released from jail could you tell us how they're doing 
Yeah, I talked to her last night, and they're doing good. They're just watching TV and hanging out. Normal couple things. Prepping for baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have. We're really excited about the maternity shoot. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing those pictures. But thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Yeah, thanks for for letting me come on. Of course. Anytime. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Teresa, she was so sweet. I was really excited to finally get to talk to her. Everything that she said about the wedding, I think that was the most interesting part of everything. It just proves everyone's speculation that there are parts of Teen Mom that are scripted and fake. Yeah, that they kind of, you know, anger the stars of the show, trying to get their reactions, to edit it better so it's more dramatic. And we did see on the reunion special that Mackenzie said everyone on the show got their storybook wedding and she didn't. And she was really upset about it. They took the negative out of it. So I think it's interesting to see that they kind of ruffled feathers there. Yeah, exactly. So... I think that was a great interview. She was so sweet. And guys, make sure you check out her work. She is so talented, so you don't want to miss it. On this week's Team Mom Tease, so we spoke before about Farrah Abraham's boxing match. She said that she does not want to fight Kale or Lindsay. Oh, come on. I feel like that would be a really great fight to watch. Team Mom OG against Team Mom 2. Everyone wants to see that. Yes, that would be so interesting. Kale versus Farrah. I feel like MTV would be all over that. So if you guys steal our idea, we thought of it first. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Farrah's side. She called Kale and Lindsay bullies. But what does Kale have to say back? Check out RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com to find out her response. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. As always, check back with us next week for even more Teen Mom drama. Bye. Bye.